What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is Super Nerd Pals episode 105. I'm one of your hosts, Stan Gadersky. I'm Chris Sampson. I'm Ryan Marlowe. And joining us this week, TV master, Steve Kendall. Hey, everybody. How's it going? What up, Steve? Not much. Just torturing the three of you. Yay! So down and, w- for that. and what is the name of that torturer? It's called Television Takedown! Yes, that is my podcast where I take some friends, I make them watch garbage, then we talk about it, then on a future episode they make me watch something and get their revenge. And it's funny, and it's mean, and all those good things. And here we are, for the first time, talking about something for the first time. What is it we're talking about, Steve, for the first time? What is this hot piece of garbage? The failed TV movie slash TV pilot for 1997's Justice League of America. Oh... Oh, this film. It was a spectacular shit show. It's... it's, um, So good. Better than anything Zack Snyder's ever made. Better than but, Iron Fist. Yes. Better than all the above. Let's get all the old goofs out of the way first. <laughs> well, uh, I think this was a good choice. Everybody's but me is excited for this new Justice League trailer. And we can now talk about the other attempt at the Justice League. So Steve, who is responsible for this flaming trash pile? Nobody of note. Nobody uh, of note, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like Felix Enriquez Alcala, Alcala, he's the director. Yeah. Never heard of him. Or And th- th- there's a handful of, of actors that, or at least two actors that we know of and everyone else seems to be unknown. It's a bunch of character actors that have been on, like, Law and Orders or other shows doing bit parts. Then we, we have somebody later we'll talk about... <laughs> And David Crumholtz as a baby appears as a stalker of one of the characters. So uh, so creepy. It's so yeah. bad. So bad. Baby David Crumholtz. So not Stalker Fetus. That sounds yes. like a seventies TV actor. Yes. I've ever heard of. That is David Crumholtz in this movie. <laughs> in Judging Amy. Uh, <laughs> so let's so basically, let's get the overview of this show. It was meant to be a pilot. Nobody wanted it. So um, CBS decided not even to air it in America. They aired it in Germany, the UK, and somewhere else and said, let's just burn this off and we're done. Thankfully, you know, because of the internet and nerds out there, it's been saved and put on the internet for our viewing pleasure. And it was so good that people really tried so hard to track it down and take it off the internet. Yeah, it's. I know somebody. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday who paid thirty five dollars for a bootleg VHS of this. Really? What? So th- there's an underground submarket that still lives. That's amazing. The same people who are buying the Star Wars Holiday Special are buying this. Ah, uh, I'd buy that. Oh shit! Yeah, it's. Are they on floppies? It's. A, he, has a, he has a VHS copy of this. It's crazy. Oh my god! All right. So let's get into this madness. Um, it opens up with everybody's favorite 90s character actor, Miguel Ferrer, as a meteorologist who we later find out is the villain, the weatherman. It's like a, 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 the B-list version of the weather wizard. And you, From the you Flash, just, yeah. yeah. What's so weird about it is the weather, uh, we see Miguel Ferrer and he's standing with Tori, one of his uh, employees, and they're watching the weatherman make an announcement on TV saying, like, I'm going to destroy your city. How is he doing that if he's there? Don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, he could... recorded it. Did he? But, but, but he, he had that, uh, I mean, later, like, the third act of the film, he had this giant oversized rig. That he was like, live with, streaming. Like, yeah, he was live streaming. So, I don't... So, anyway, so he says he's going to do a tornado to attack the city and that's how we're going to meet our heroes so which are which are introduced in this weird mockumentary yes like style it's so weird before they jump into action there's testimonials of a like an office style testimonial where they're like i never thought i'd be a superhero 
How about you? <laughs> oh, I, st- <laughs> I was unemployed, but then uh, you know, I, I, you know, I became a still postman unemployed. and lost. Well, some of them were still unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just like be honest. So let's go through the team. We have Guy Gardner as the Green Lantern. Who? who is- wait, it says he's the software salesman on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when. Said- no, oh, he brought point. that up. Yeah, they do bring it up. Yeah, they she did, calls him out on it. His girlfriend is like, what's the matter? Do you have another late night sale? Like, software salesmen don't, like, work so hard and, like, into the night or something like that. So so is Guy, is Guy Gardner, like, seeding mailboxes with AOL hours? Like, those <laughs> <Yeah>. DVDs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1,000 yes. hours free? <laughs> hey, those jazz jackrabbit floppies aren't going to sell themselves. <laughs> True. True facts, <laughs> but like it's it's strange because um I mean they only mention his job like twice, mm-hmm. and then the rest of his B plot is chasing after Cheryl and being a horrible boyfriend. Yeah, he's just like an eighties d bag businessman in nineteen ninety seven. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, he's like he's <laughs> it's horrible, and he wears these like stupid suits, like he's in the Cherry Pop and Daddies or something. <laughs> I, I just I just wish he pulled out his Green Lantern ring and like uh, and threw out a business card and then flipped out because I don't know maybe Kyle Rayner was in the same room and he had a, be- a better business card and they yeah. flipped the fuck out that'd it's, be awesome. He's a shitty eighties businessman and again this is nineteen ninety seven and we have him who didn't get we'll get to Green Lantern them later. We have Fire who's a struggling actress. We have the Adam, played by John Kassir, a.k.a. the Crypt Keeper, who's a science teacher. And we have unemployed Italian Flash. <laughs> <laughs> from, from Brooklyn, from with, Brooklyn. The heaviest, with the heaviest New York accent ever. It is beautiful. Oh, right, Stan, 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 you gotta do, you gotta do it. Come on. You can't drag it out of me. It's oh, gotta be no. natural. Oh, he has to be, like, they play, it, like, possessed by the moment. <laughs> Bro, 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 listen. I just gotta run around. I'm the Scarlet Speedster. <laughs> like. My guy, I make you a Balinese. <laughs> a seven course Balinese. Oh. At one point, he says he makes a Balinese feast. <laughs> Fuck you, Flash. I thought he like pronounced the G and everything too. It was like real unprofessional. Balognese. 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 He's like somebody who spent one semester in Italy and thinks he knows everything. Eh, the yes. Balagnes. Oh, that's so, so painful. The Flash's two defining traits are that he's fast and he's homeless. <laughs> Those are great traits you want in a superhero. And I don't think I don't think I mean none of his friends want him would be would um let him stay at their place to like don't tell Flash and then it's like oh shit I couldn't I couldn't say no and personally I think Flash would have been an awesome roommate because he he could clean up everything he, he he tries so hard he cooks for you and he I cooks don't know. for you and then he eats everything what the fuck kind of a roommate is that. Okay, well, so we ask him, ask, ask him to make more because his metabolism's all off the fritz, as, so he says. Like I said, he's a cook tease. It's not fair. He just puts that food in front of you. Right. And <laughs> takes it all away. Uh, so they, this ragtag team of Justice Leaguers shows up to fight this tornado, and the Flash runs backwards around it and stops it, and the other ones just kind of dick around watching him do it. Yeah, the, the, the Adam, Adam did was... save a cat. <laughs> okay, the a- what the hell? The Adam just crawls under somebody's porch and saves a cat. No, he. I honestly though, I don't even think he really saved that cat. Last time we saw him, he was yanking on that poor kitty's tail. I was really hoping abuse. This, this cat runs under the porch, and the old lady's like, "Save Mister Mittens." And yeah, I, I was hoping that he was gonna ride the cat out. I really <laughs> oh. want that to happen. <laughs> Such was, a wasted opportunity. I was like, please say he rides the cat, but then like they can't afford that, so just the cat comes crawling out. <laughs> what if the pilot took a really dark turn and then the cat eats Adam and then he's dead for the rest of the movie? Would well, he wouldn't be dead. It would have been, been, been a better movie there and, for like, it. Wait in the cat's colon to be shit out. Or or he gets swallowed whole and then grows back to regular size. The cat yeah. explodes. The cat yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes! I, I'd watch that. Or the cat grows with him. Fuck And the cat's also now, like, Ooh, giant, giant size. Cat. And then he punches out of its stomach. I'm in on that, too. <laughs> Alien chest burst out of a cat. But he's such uh, a dweeb. And he just comes, hey, guys. I'm Adam. <laughs> Wipes the blood off his forehead. <laughs> he limbos out of the cat's ever. ass. Yes! Yeah, let's like Ryan was saying, let's get into the costumes. Oh. Okay. Uh, they're they're all handmade by fire. I mean, she she yeah. means well. She tries so hard. Okay, now hold on. She had the best one. It was and her, her, and her, a flash, but the flashes didn't really change from like the from like normal flash. And fire's makeup game was on point. Let's let's give her that. She was an '80s girl going to a rave. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or, or like an ice skater. Like it was a figure skating outfit too. Yeah, fair enough. All you but need fire- to do is just put like a little skirt on it, and she's good. Exactly. The Flash looks like the costume that would be like Speedy Guy that you buy at Party City at the last minute. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one like of those it, body morph suits. It still exactly. has like the body morph label on the back. But it so was it, still better than the Adams. Oh, the the Adam. I what? It was like an Easter basket that had the top carved off for a helmet. Yeah. And a football player's like thingy guards i don't know i don't do sports uh shoulder pads and just like a bodysuit it's so weird (laughs) it was not it was not flattering at all even isis was better than that you know in arrested development season four when they do that knockoff fantastic four musical no well they did it and the costumes look better are they better than the actual fantastic four movie especially dr doom Whose face is wrapped in tinfoil. Are we talking about the new one or the old one? Oh, that's right. There are more than one. I forgot. (laughs) All of the fantastic. But wait, what about... We we didn't talk about the teal lantern. Yeah. (laughs) This aqua suit. I'm trying to avoid this. Because it broke my heart. Um, It's a, like, greenish-brown turtleneck sweater. A teal... (laughs) Like pleather vest with a Green Lantern logo, like drawn on in marker, <laughs> and like dark khaki pants, and a twenty-five cent store Green Lantern ring, and and the, and, the, and, the, and the mask was more like Kyle Rayner's. Than... Oh, it was definitely Kyle Rayner's. Yeah, mask. yeah. The thing is, they clearly had a roster of DC characters. Guy Gardner is not like a main character that people know, but so. Why did you take the time to pick that character, but not do anything with it? I just find that really strange. It's probably the only lantern that they could get. Really? They couldn't get, you know, Badge, the squirrel, or... Well, put it this way. Now, having seen it, would you have wanted them to get them? Yeah. They fucking butchered this. (laughs) Well, because Steve has a special place in his heart for Guy Gardner. I do. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm asking the wrong person. Yeah. (laughs) See, Guy... Guy Gardner's an asshole, but not in the way this guy is. This guy's like... Or this is know, like class A douchebag. Is this yeah. Guy. He's like, watch your drink around him, creepy. Uh, <laughs> I've never I've never watched uh, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, but does, does does Guy Gardner appear in any... Nope, Guy instance? Gardner's nope. nowhere. Guy Gardner okay. never appears in anything except for that uh, Batman the Brave and the Bolt. And uh, they okay. did him right. Mm. But aside from that, he's nowhere to be found. So should I skip out on ever seeing Green Lantern? I've seen Green Lantern. I, I've never seen Green Lantern. So. Good. Okay, good. So I, I don't need to. No, you don't. <laughs> I avoided it for years. Oh, good. <laughs> and then someone's like, it's not that bad. And then I was like, oh, nope, it is. <laughs> Do you know what's great, though? The Green Lantern animated TV show. That was it's, dope. It's pretty good. I, I, I think it's pretty good. I don't love it, but I like it. Batman the Brave and the Bold, I think, is the best green lantern animated oh like mm. there's just everything about that show is great that show's yeah. amazing but back to garbage <laughs> <laughs> yes way the too green much garbage the, way too much of the show takes place at a meteorological institute yeah yeah so tori who is his assist is uh miguel ferrer's assistant who later we becomes ice is supposed to be our entryway into this weird world of the justice league you know, she's like our audience surrogate, but she's irritating. She's hapless and just 
kind of doesn't know what she's doing most of the time. So I don't know why that's supposed to be who's going to be our entryway into this. She's suspecting other people at her institute of being the weatherman. She, you know, is like fawning over Miguel Ferrer, who's a good-looking fella. I don't think he's obsession-worthy. Well, he is the main villain of Mulan, so there's that. Mm. Yes. So, so Tori likes the bad boys, but then she falls for the Adam, so... Yeah, so she... She also doesn't know how to open a fucking briefcase, because... Well, she doesn't know how to how to drink water because it just magically falls over. She doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah, she knocks, opens the briefcase, knocks water over, and this like poofy mist comes out and turns her into an ice lady. Wee! But what's so weird about it is I've seen this thing twice now. I had to rewind because I forgot how she got her powers because it's such a non scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, f- well, first she she knocked over some marbles or some round objects, and then the shelf slid over like a- as if it had no weight and then there, mm. there was like a silver briefcase so shame on miguel for not hiding his machine better because that was that was really stupid how did he get like, this machine anyway like what is the origin of this weather machine yeah i, think I don't we're know supposed to assume that he made it yeah he's supposed to be like a brilliant scientist so he like he made, made a- everything else that he has like that weird rig of his like live weatherman streams he's a he's a terrible salesperson though he can't secure funding yeah. for his own research center yeah. so. which is the well i mean which is the entire reason why he was doing what he's doing yeah but if he didn't spend all that money building a fucking machine that can manipulate the weather, <laughs> the weather. he probably ha- wouldn't have to get money yeah for a better weather predictor yeah probably. so i think it's probably best for us to just like tackle this by like levels of plot because there's so many stupid pointless plots on this show True facts. Before we get True to facts. the, you know, so we have Tori's story where she gets these ice powers and uh, she walks by and a guy's drowning in a lake. So she just puts a foot in and freezes the lake. And, and the guy totally, the, the guy totally lived, but he should have died. He should have just, just froze oh, to death and exploded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should have been like a sub-zero fatality. Just like oh, cut him in half, been... like yes. shoulders down with the ice. Oh, she goes to touch him and he shatters? Oh, <laughs> oh that would have been so, good. Would be so good. She All goes to pick him up and, like, better. freezes his skeleton and pulls out his spine <laughs> through his <laughs> neck. <laughs> And what's great about this world, she could have done all that Mortal Kombat stuff and no one had batted an eye. She'd be like, oh, that was weird. And she would have been on the news. She, she would have been on the news. And it was like, oh, this is curious. Some guy was frozen and exploded. And... We don't know who did it, and Tori is still in the picture. Well, this show would be so much more interesting if this was her villain origin. Yeah, Killer Frost. That'd be awesome. You know, or she's just somebody who doesn't know how to control her powers, and the Justice League shits on her, and then she turns evil. Like that's a way more interesting story to me, at least. Yeah. You yeah. Then, then this, she's bumbling. Like she's not a hero. She has yeah. a heroic moment later, but nobody is like, here. Fair point. <laughs> In Metro City, Metro City. Is the that worst what it's called? Name ever. The it's, worst name ever. It's so generic. The, the so her arc is that most of her is a dealing with these powers. Then we have this B plot of Fire going to an audition where she's dressed like a banana. Yeah, it reminded me of Hey Arnold. You know, like the episode yes! where uh arnold and gerald are the the strawberry and, and banana they're in the they're in their um that play for helga and they're just up as fruits yeah why why is there why in the 90s the fruits food pyramid play is such a big device or she's doing know. or she's doing a fruit of the loom ad remember those used to have yeah, yeah. oh i guess yes. so i guess so okay could be either one but it's stupid because she's a superhero with a secret identity who wants to be the you know the babe in a banana outfit? Yeah, you know, like it, that. That's a terrible way to keep your cover. Uh, so she had, uh, goes to audition for this, has to save the city, and but she meets baby David Crumholtz, who just continues to stalk her for the rest of this pilot. Stark yeah, the the overeager Martin who falls in love and just so cringy creepy stalkerish it was it got really bad like he showed up at her place with like a french omelet pan and gave her super expensive uh earrings from france and um i think he he 
He did one more thing. I forget what it, what it was though. Oh, he pretend he tells her agent that he's a big French director that wants to have a meeting with her. <laughs> That's because right. Because he thinks he yes. has movie star potential. <laughs> Any of these scenes, if they did one of them, it would be weird, and then they moved on. It would be like this quirky scene. But the fact that over and over again, this dude is creeping on her and you know do it, lying to her. Or, you know, she's like, oh, I thought we were going to get lunch, but I thought I'd make you breakfast first before we started on our day. That is intense. She was, like, getting ready to, like, go for a run, and he's like, well, I mm-hmm. thought I'd make breakfast before our day. And she's like, I'm sorry, what day? We were supposed to have lunch. I yeah, it's... And but she doesn't got... seem that, like, upset over it for some reason. Well, I... I think I think she's afraid to, like, really hurt his feelings, and I think uh, she That's probably true. thinks that he's, like, slightly mm-hmm. charming in this, like, really awkward way. Like... I feel like it, age was like a big thing for her. So I feel like there's parts mm-hmm. of it where she remembers how old she is. And then there's parts of it where she doesn't. So she just like lets herself like deal with the situation. But when he pulls shit like that, it's like, dude, how the fuck old are you? Like mm-hmm. learn social cues. Like, let's come on. Let's let's move it along a little. Yeah, also, I, mean- I, I, I don't know. I've never been a woman pursued by a creep before, but I feel like the, uh, he comes off as borderline dangerous yeah oh oh yeah oh yeah yeah. and there may it seems like a little bit of chuckling along so that he doesn't like explode yeah i definitely got that sense of like i'm gonna laugh and hope you're laughing with me and that you don't stab me yeah yeah kind of Uh, i can see that like yeah he doesn't come off as charming he comes off as like serial killery serial killery yeah like Mm -hmm. he's gonna kidnap her thank god she's secretly a superhero so should we call him serial killer fetus instead of stalker fetus? Oh, oh, oh yeah, so oh yeah. If this would have gone to series, he would have been a villain. Oh, oh. yeah. If uh, if some guy came to my house at seven a.m. smelling like an old silk shirt, holding an egg pan, I'd be like, oh yeah, whatever you want, man. Just <laughs> don't, just let me see your hands at all times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, you're See, giving that's... me earrings? I, my ears aren't pierced yet. I guess we're doing that today, too. Oh. Yeah. I, I just happened no to bring a piercer. Yes, it's, I also have no sharp knives in this house, so we're going to have to do it with plastic. Well, don't worry. <laughs> I have a friend that works at Claire's. We've already booked an appointment with her. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a guy that hung, hung out in a Claire's. Uh, but... Well, that that's how he got his girlfriend in the end. His 16-year-old girlfriend oh, while he's yeah. 22. Uh-huh. So uh, gross. Uh, uh, <laughs> this happened at the, so the, the end where uh, he called up BB not to like thank her or ask her out on another date, but to show off his new girlfriend who's 16 years old, mm-hmm. just just beyond the age of consent. And it's just it's uh, gross. It's really so, gross. So it's grody. Like, it's like, did you do that because you wanted to show her that you're actually like lovable? By, like, another person, so that that would, like, then, like, legitimize and okay, like, your feelings for BB and, and that relationship. Like, is that what that was supposed to be? That's or, what it felt like. That's not how you do it. Yeah. That, or you well, thought yes, I that's was, also not how you do it. You thought I was young? Well, guess what? I'm gonna fuck a teenager. Like, it's <laughs> just gross. It's, I'm <laughs> an adult now. No. <laughs> Look at me now, BB. It's oh. like it's like Tommy Wiseau's like idea of getting revenge. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. Much. Uh, so this that takes up like twenty minutes of this eighty minutes. That's the craziest thing about it is that there's this him following her around and trying to win her affections. We also have Guy Gardner trying to win his girlfriend back, who he keeps running away from, <laughs> to do super heroics. And the first time we meet her, they're in an Italian restaurant, and he learns her favorite opera. It, he, he hires learns- he hires like a, a quartet of violinists, and he buys her like a "I'm Sorry" apology bunny. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy does not know what dating is. No, no. no. I mean, at least at least you can say he's you know committed to justice because like every time he's like he he's like oh I've got to go and you know. Uh, Unless he's dating someone named Justice, I'm pretty sure that that does not suffice. He does one act of heroics on this whole show, and it is the f- it is the funniest act of heroics because when the tornado hits, there's a little kid that's about to get blown into the tornado, and this little kid actor is holding on to a pole and going, "Mom!" 
and just like his little kid legs are kicking in the air and then Guy Gardner catches a power line with his ring. And that's his only act of heroics in this whole thing. Well, I mean, he, he did, he, he half did the job because even if the power lines fell over, they're still like active. I didn't see him like ground the wires or like, I, I, the wires could have like flipped around and killed some random other kid who was careless. And, he oh, couldn't oh, even oh. pick up a suitcase. What do you want him to do? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what, uh, that was awesome. That was like one of my favorite scenes. Oh yeah, we we will get to that. But that's your that's your B plots. You have um Tori trying to find out who's working at the wet like who the weatherman is and make it through the business world. Uh David Crumholtz is Martin stalking, you know, fire, and Guy Gardner trying to win his girlfriend back. Those are your, your B plots. And then you had the Adam who yeah. <sighs> Well that's part of their secret mission. Yeah. <laughs> but before they go on their secret mission, we get a sitcom because the homeless Flash needs to move in with the Adam in Green, in Green Lantern. <laughs> That's, yeah, the, uh, other than his testimonial, we see the Flash getting kicked out, his landlord's throwing all of his furniture and clothes out the window of his, of his like, loft apartment. Like they had a bad breakup. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. What I, I was like, is he breaking up with her? I'm you cheated on me, Flash. <laughs> she means nothing to me. Yo! And then I Look. like it when, like, he gets the phone call, so he's like, I have to go. And you just see him sort of, like, jog off and, like, mm-hmm. leave his shit in the middle of the road. What happened to his shit when he moved in? I Nobody. didn't see him move in with anything. He just leave it there? He broke it all. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah, Who's the landlord, landlord was savage. He took the VHS player and just dropped it. Oh, yeah, and the Flash, like, Flash could have caught it, but then he revealed himself, so... My right. guy, don't throw my VCR. <laughs> what... Like, what was he going to take? His copy of Goodfellas on VHS, a big dog t-shirt, and a Yankees hat? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which obviously up. meant a lot to him. Listen, the Yanks. Like, that's... <laughs> the, the Flash owns nothing of worth. That's true. Uh, there had to be at least one St. Anthony statue, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's, that's a joke so... only for Italian Catholics and Queens. Uh, so good, that's... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically all the Flash owns, and he goes into their house and, like you know, you were saying, he cooks them dinner, but then eats all the food in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Lantern's not happy that this uh, Ralph Cramden of a superhero is moving into their super their <laughs> super buddy's apartment. I mean, and except. I would have been more upset for for another reason other than he cleaned the whole fucking apartment. You don't want to know what he's doing. I feel like he's the kind of guy that you come home and he's like pantless in the living room. But at least he <laughs> could put pants on really quickly and like a regular human being. True, but do you need that? Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a boy. I don't know what y'all do when y'all like no one else is home. For all I know, you sit there with no pants on with your hand down your pants. Like, who cares? That's definitely what the Flash does. Oh, okay, good. So it's not just, you know. <laughs> you, also, the Flash can't keep a job. Um, he, oh, he, yeah. became the, <laughs> he became the fastest postman, and then they formed a union and kicked him out. And then the he fired. Yeah, the Adam gets him a job as a postal worker, and the other guys are upset that he's doing too good of a job. That, I, I genuinely did feel a little sorry for him at that point. I was like, really? Like, he was doing so well. <laughs> That's what, You know what? That's what you get when you get a union job and you want to overachieve. Yeah. You make the rest of us look bad. Yeah, he flew to the sun and burned his wax wings. I mean, <laughs> get him out. He sh- a modern he day Icarus. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Barry Allen. <laughs> oh, I Jesus. Can- I would watch The Adventures of Italian Flash. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm just bummed that he didn't become a pizza delivery guy at one point and just go complete, like, over, because that would have been great. Hey, I got your pizza here. But it's just like, it's all the cheese is shifted to the side because he ran too fast with it. Oh, the carnival sand. So he moves in, the TV breaks, they let the Adam crawl into the TV to try and fix it. With the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids-esque special effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They look like shit. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. 
and they and they did a really not so subtle foreshadowing trick where they 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 bring in the TV repairman and he's like, "This is what was what was it, the line? This is like the miracle trick, or this is like um, yeah. miracle cure." Miracle cure. That's right. So they t- uh, he wraps um, some gum and some uh, some of the wrapping. It, they flip it around the wire, and the TV works. And this has become very important later in the movie. Yeah, it's Chekhov's gun wrapper. It's crazy. <laughs> How much do you think they paid that fucking guy to come over there and fix their TV, only to put like chewing gum on it? It's like dumbass. I could have done that my damn self. That's like a hundred fifty dollars, nineteen ninety seven money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like seven thousand dollars today. That guy, you know, he went to Devry. He got his TV VCR repair <laughs> degree, <laughs> and since it's a for-profit college, they taught him to wrap gum around a wire. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you keep your overhead low, but then charge your services really high. That guy's a smart businessman. It's a real racket. He's better at his job than the flashes. Oh, totally. Oh, and, and Guy Gardner, maybe, like, you know, it's like he, Guy Gardner probably can't close a deal, but, you oh, know. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. So they then uh, they want to find out who the weatherman is. They hear that Tori, this is the creepiest part comes up. They find out that Tori has these ice powers, so they kidnap her in the middle of the night and strap her to a chair. <laughs> Where's the trigger? It's, it's horrifying. <laughs> this poor woman gets abducted in the night, strapped down to be like, Turn the ice into turn the water into ice. <laughs> she's in her bed. She's trying. She's having trouble sleeping. She has like a nightmare, and then then she wakes up, and someone puts like put an oxygen mask over. I don't know what they put. Like it's like knockout gas. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's horrifying. You don't abduct a woman in the middle of the night. I would never sleep ever again. Yeah, you're the Justice League. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, it's so, it's, oh, it's disgusting. It's and, actually, when you think about it, it's ten times creepier because we know how they got into the apartment. Adam got really tiny, crawled mm-hmm. under the door, and let everybody else in. Oh, because we've oh, seen that like, happen. Right, yeah, you're you, like, see, you see, see that happen. We know that's how he got into that apartment. Plus, he fucking manipulated the shit out of her, and then they end up a couple? Come yeah, on! Let's, oh, let's go to the emotional manipulation scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. These are sociopathic superheroes. <laughs> Miguel Ferrer's character is having a benefit, and he wants a senator to come to give funding to his weather program. And they, the Justice League sneaks in. Guy Gardner makes one finger with his ring to tap a guy in the shoulder, and then the other one steals <laughs> his invitation. 11 out of 10. Best stealth game ever. Oh, my uh, God. That was it, weird. That was a little fucking weird. Best it's lantern. So... <laughs> like, he can do... My problem with John Stewart, the Green Lantern, in the comics is always that he can only make guns for some reason in the last, like, ten years. Uh, this guy is even less creative than that. He just yeah. makes a rope. He makes a lot of ropes, and he makes a finger that taps somebody on the shoulder. And, a, a hel- like, a helicopter blade thing? He can fly! Why does he need to make, like, a Mary Poppins umbrella? I... <laughs> <laughs> That's when he watches his spare time when he's ignoring or being being a, a dick to Cheryl. Which Was is Mary always. Pop- yeah, he's the worst. I don't he know is. who's the worst. They're all awful. <laughs> They're all, all the worst. Of them is awful. So well, they hold bring- on. What did Fire do that was so awful? She enables these creeps. That's true. Yeah, she really does. Well, okay, now, she might... She might just dutifully ignore them because I don't think she lives. In <laughs> dutifully the same ignore them because I don't. Think That's she lives her in superpower. Same, I I don't think she lives she in the doesn't. same apartment as them. She no. doesn't live with. She them. has separated herself from them and therefore is not mother hen and not responsible for their actions. Fair, but not- but but she dated Guy Gardner the to you know well, her own save, his, save his ego no, they got <laughs> drunk and hooked up once that's what happened yeah that's really what happened and he Little was like that date. was a date right like he's that asshole he like you know made some they both got drunk he did some kinky shit with his ring and they had a good time and that was the end of it right? oh my god uh, I totally didn't even think about that he uh, totally did bring the ring into it oh there, G- G- Guy Gardner does not do anything without that ring he uses yeah. it to bathe himself Oh, oh god, I just got god. an image. Uh, <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, what yeah. else does he do with that ring? <laughs> I don't I think uh, I think that's we should save that for a, that's Ooh. a different podcast. 
I need an adult. That. That's a different the, podcast. We're the masturbation the... habits of a Greenlander. Yeah, yeah. He uh, makes all those long fingers. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I feel like a monster because I have so many <laughs> images. I, I guess that, you know, now that you think of it, like, you know, later he makes that flimsy chainsaw you could you could add some freud to that you know just like some, <laughs> some some dark sexual <laughs> repressed stuff there, <laughs> n- I, this is disgusting we're 40 I, minutes in it's too late now <laughs> this the, the, this you're committed if you're listening at, at some point we got you definitely tried to make his dick look bigger by making a like a ring construct around okay so, we went there <laughs> but well, we established how shitty guy is like, this guy is um so this that's, guy that's to- this guy this guy, this guy. This he guy. definitely has made a third thumb come out of that ring okay <laughs> moving on <laughs> Moving the fuck on to Miss Jazzercise herself, yeah. Ice. I'm, so, this, this, I'm sorry, this is our most explicit ev- episode ever. Yeah, even I didn't go there. Do you know how many times in previous episodes I have been tempted to, like, go that extra mile and I've held back? I blame uh, Steve. Went there. We've been squeaking <laughs> clean until now. It's we, okay. We, we, now I have some... a free fucking pass. Yes, you do. Okay, it's a free I'm pass. good. <laughs> We've edited some gross ass shit out of my show. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Right, right. Just, but, just, just think of this way. This is just better tape. Exactly. <laughs> so they they go to this party, and Adam pretends to be like a little cutie pie, and flirts with uh, Tori, aka Ice. When all he's really trying to do is like get her to trust him so that he can manipulate her. Oh, remember how he he uh, made Tori feel when he's like, "I was in your place one day. I had, I felt different and alone, and then I could trust my friends, and I could be your friend. What's your name?" And he doesn't even give her his name in return. What a what a jerk! No, he does. He says he he's Ray Palmer, oh, he and he's a science teacher. Oh, science teacher. Right. Okay, okay, and I'm then sorry. she fucking tracks him down. She's just as creepy as the rest mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, but then, but then he out-creeped her saying, I work for the law enforcement, that FBI, and I was working but undercover. Before that, the worst gag of all time is he goes to break into her office, and it's got, like, laser lights, and he fucking shrinks down and limbos under them, and we hear, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, they they went there. Oh my god, uh, the worst. Why are there lasers in there? Isn't it just a research center? It was classified. It was yeah, top secret weather information. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so they okay, get this, back to yeah. the explicit point that y'all fuckers were making. What's explicit about limbo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a dick joke in there somewhere you guys can think of. Ryan, you went there first. No, <laughs> Steve went there first. I'm continuing it. Speaking uh, of enablers, <laughs> <laughs> I would have made one gross Green Lantern joke, but once you open that floodgate, you open the floodgate. We all had to take turns. It's fine. Let's move on. It's okay. It's oh, okay. Like, just like Guy Gardner did. <laughs> I got about twenty minutes of material up here. That's awesome. Uh, no, right. it's not. It's horrifying. No, this is great. I uh, put everything tape. The magic of post production. No, my can God, we do? No. Can we do the uh, the green, uh, green Lantern slash fiction special episode? Oh yes, please. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick uh, that day. Gross. <laughs> I'm looking anyway. forward to it. So yeah, the the Adam he becomes Hacker Man and hacks into t- t- the computer. Yeah, he gets the he figures that there's a weather manipulator machine. Tori sees that the weatherman's coming again uh, after there's a hailstorm where Guy Gardner abandons his girlfriend and he makes an, uh, comes back as the Green Lantern, makes an umbrella for her. Well, before that, he, uh, Guy Gardner picks up the, the weirdest snow or ice cream cones ever. Oh, you mean the concrete colored ice cream cones that <laughs> don't move when he waves them around? That defy yes. gravity. <laughs> oh my God, they looked like I don't. They look like clouds from Super Mario Brothers. I'm just going. And they he's look, just waving them. To be fair, he did put her under an umbrella and leave her there, but for her own safety. Before he came back and made that really crappy. He he left her under umbrella to come out to make another umbrella. 
But then she also busts her ass. Yeah, because she decided I'm going to follow him anyway in the middle of a fucking hailstorm and fell over and busted her ass. Was that a real fall? I don't, I don't think so. It looked it looked kind of convincing. That was the most convincing thing I've seen in that. <laughs> that was film. the best acting. Yeah, was <laughs> yeah, that Oscar nomination to Cheryl? No, she's the only one that's been in a major motion picture. She was in Clueless. That was about it. That's and none of the Roxbury. Yeah. Okay. You and Chris Kattan saw that movie. I enjoyed that because I, I, I grew up with SNL. So or that 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 skit. So you do you, bud. You do you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> But this part, Green Lantern, him is Green Lantern, mansplains to her that maybe you should, like, your boyfriend's got it hard. Maybe you should be nice to her and <laughs> give him a break. It, all of them are just, like, these emotionally manipulated assholes. Yeah. Manipulative assholes. But, uh, so that happens, and it continues the trend of one Justice Leaguer fighting the problem while the other ones just dick around. Because fire turns the hail cloud into rain. She later on stops a... Uh, mudslide by baking it and making like a clay pot mountain uh <laughs> and the other justice leaguers are just kind of there tori finds out that her boss is the weatherman and he goes to attack her she runs away and now it gets where this thing takes a turn from garbage to the best thing i've seen so the whole the whole movie we have somebody like charlie from charlie's angels Inc. through like recordings yes who's definitely running the show and he says, it's time to bring her in. So the Justice League gets Tori. They go up to a bridge and they open like the maintenance door. And there's no way there's not two hobos just going at it in the <laughs> alcove. <laughs> I don't know if they're fighting or they're fucking or both. But they're definitely... And one of them is Barry Allen. <laughs> this is where I sleep. It's it's Barry Allen and Barry Allen of Earth 2, because they're both homeless. Oh my that, god. That's slash fiction I can get behind. So, they take, I'm a monster. They take an elevator down to this underwater base. Into a submarine that's made out of a hollowed-out whale. That, yeah. <laughs> it does! It looks like a hollowed-out whale. And in Waddles, David Ogden steers <laughs> as a 400-pound Martian <laughs> His head is exploding from his body, and his body's exploding from his, his costume, oh and... It was well, it was really it was really hard to look it's, at. It was... it's the worst thing I've seen. And they don't do him any favors. They put him in a tight fitting outfit and it's just gut. It's just Martian Manhunter gut. It's he looks like King Hippo. Uh, <laughs> punch out. The problem is is they had to move to the side. If they if he never yeah, turned to good. the side. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in profile way too much. <laughs> And the fact that they don't have him leave the room ever. <laughs> yeah, he never leaves that fucking well. He, he, he all, all, only once, but just to do BB a solid. Yeah, oh he, right. But, but he you don't see him leave. All you see him <laughs> oh, do is like true. wave sure. a cape and then he sounds like James Gandolfini who's overextended himself a little bit. And it's just like <gasps> I move the cape. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yes, 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 I need a minute. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I went a full 90 degrees with that cape. I just, <sighs> just a second. <laughs> I mean, he, you could, like, he was so lazy, he couldn't even bother to save himself. He's like, go to the elevator, <laughs> I'll stay here. They get, <laughs> they get attacked by a heat beam. And the Justice Leaguers, they Chekhov's gun comes into pl- gum. He has a gun, but gum comes into play, <laughs> and they use it to like get the door of this base open. And they're all running. They're like, "Manhunter, come!" And he's just like, oh, "No, you guys, you go ahead." Three hundred degrees is a beach day where I come from. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I, I'm at my quota. I'm gonna lie down. <laughs> <laughs> He can't even bring himself to trot to the elevator. He's just like, no, guys, I'm good. 
it's that's the thing is like if he just waddled in it would be like a quick laugh and i'm done but he stands still gets winded after a cape and then refuses to walk 10 feet <laughs> like they they did they bring it on themselves it's horrible who yeah. thought this was a uh, good idea also he he's the worst teacher ever I mean, like he i think i don't know how long that training montage was when he was trying to train tori but not that long all nope. he all he did was yell at her and like focus be the be the droplet and yeah. i touch it with your heart no <laughs> like, fear I can't, please i can't control my powers well you better control your fucking powers that's his training montage. <laughs> right, and he let the rest of that team freeze because she didn't have it under control yet. It's like, here, you just guys get to stay here and watch and breathe your asses off while she figures your shit out. He also had parkas on hand for all of them. <laughs> it's like he like the- knew it was going to happen. It's a, it's like the Martian Manhunter's like a drill sergeant. It's like, yeah, you guys didn't deserve this, but this builds character, so suffer through this. Uh. You, guys, you guys do ten push-ups, something I've never done. And, uh, I'm much lighter on Mars. <laughs> Earth's gravity. That, that, that explains a lot. Oh, you think he's, he's a slim gentleman on Mars because of the gravity? He does. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that his superhero, like... His, uh, like, metahumans, uh, like, Weight Watchers group is great. It's him. It's the blob. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it five days without a cookie. That's <laughs> horrible. Uh, he definitely counts points. But, uh... <laughs> they... <laughs> oh, why am I fat-shaming Martian Manhunter? Because I feel I bad mean, about myself. Because time. he's such a bad Martian Manhunter incarnation. You get way more points on Mars. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Weightless watchers. It's just it's a better program. Oh, I'm, I'm horrible. Yeah, the Justice League goes to before they go to fight. They do the training. All this shit happens, and BB gets a call from her stupid creeper, uh, Martin, who figures out her secret identity. And he's like, "Well, you were wearing those earrings I gave you, so I know you're fire." And then she sends Martian Manhunter in to threaten him as fire. She doesn't just like, hey, I'm a superhero. He's like, hey, you want to know what happened to the last person that mixed up my secret identity? And then sets a chair on fire. Mm-hmm. Yay, arson! Not even I that! I'm down for some arson. Me too! But and the chair <laughs> was not scathed at all. It was like, it was on fire, then he put it oh. out, and then it was completely fine. Oh, it's like they put some cellophane over it, and they're like, this is fire now. <laughs> and, but... That's the thing. They're just like, Fire's supposed to be this big hero, and she threatens to murder somebody for mixing up her secret identity. It's weird. Yeah, and then and then Martian Manor had the audacity to make, like, like he's like, he, they were walking away, and I guess he picked up one of Fire's spare costumes, because he was like, oh, like, or this, doesn't this chafe your thighs? And I, I was so, I was cringing so hard when he, when he said that it to me. It was BB. weird. It was really so weird. weird. She does not want to talk about her thighs with Martian Manhunter. All of the dudes in here do not respect women's boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, like, their agency. They're, they're all fucking creeps. Like, all of them are on men's rights activist forums, just, like, ranting about it. <laughs> it's, uh Who is the worst dude in this movie? I think it's Martin. I think he's the creepiest, I think, in 2016 and 2017, The Flash. Mm. All of our jobs are moving away. I can't find one. We're gonna bring him back. He well, I mean, to... he does get a. I mean, he becomes a camp, a, a, a camp counselor, or, uh, become... or school counselor, or yeah. well, oh my god, so like yeah. da- daddy, da- da- he's like, he becomes he becomes daddy daycare, mm-hmm. which also well, had a flash in there in that movie. Now that I think about it, which is really strange coincidence. Did it? So you've seen Daddy Daycare and Night at the Roxbury. The, am I the only one who sees that? You sir are a house bunny away from the trifecta of comedies. Nobody. Okay, now about. hold on, house bunny. I kind of liked house bunny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been saved. I haven't seen house bunny. I, Not yet. No. Fine, you're a meet Dave away. <laughs> who the fuck oh, is God. Dave? <laughs> meet. That was Dave. the Eddie Murphy's really our alien robot movie. Oh, okay, I've never seen that. So oh, I'm still I haven't good. Seen that. Okay, I'm still good. Yeah, I'm the one who likes shit in this place. Uh, so 
<laughs> I'm the one who knows Meet Dave. I don't get the grandstand <laughs> on anything. That's true. I, <laughs> Wait, does uh, that mean you've seen Twilight? I've Maybe? seen the first one. Okay. Uh, you haven't lived through true horror until you've lived through all of them. No, yeah, I don't hate myself that much. I've only seen Twilight I with do. Rift Tracks turned on. That's um, when I've seen it. Yeah, I saw yeah, the first okay, one with Rift so, Tracks on. Oh, so that doesn't count! I, 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 I hate... I hate myself. I don't hate myself that much. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> it's so not worth it. Oh no. So let's get to this final attack from the weatherman. He asks for $20 million, <laughs> which in the scheme of things is not that much money because for a major city. And they're like, the mayor said we couldn't get it. Yes, you could. But anyway. The yeah, like decides- the amount of property damage, because he, he was threatened, like, this this giant tsunami I will create will kill 60% of the population, plus 100% of the city government. Oh, yeah, he's going to murder everybody. Yeah, so, like, that would have been, what, like, a, a Half billion? Half as much damage as Superman did in Man of Steel. Yes, this is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, Not I even they- half, they- like, <laughs> 10%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the 9-11s in that movie. And- oh, my God. Oh, d- d- we don't have enough time to get into the 9-11 imagery in Zack Snyder movies. But no. there is so, it's all there, Jesus and 9-11, that movie. Yeah, it, yeah. it was not subtle. Zack Snyder is known for one thing, it's subtlety. But yes, so this tsunami, the tsunami's heading towards the city. Yeah. Uh, but, but Tori saves the day. Yeah, she, she freezes the, the wave. Uh, Guy Gardner tries to stop the weatherman who just throws the briefcase of the weather machine off a cliff and Guy Gardner just standing there waving a Green Lantern chainsaw that's wobbling around. And he literally says, he literally looks at the briefcase like, well, I can't do anything now. Yeah, he goes, I can't do anything. Where's the Flash? Oh, that's, this is the one gag <laughs> yeah, that where works is for the me. Flash? This is the one gag in the entire thing that worked for me is the Flash saves these kids and goes, I'll be right back for you. And he comes back for the last kid, and then, like, another 15 come running. Yeah. And it's a, it's a gag about just, like, there's an unending, like, pile of children to save. And I actually think that's the one gag that works in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's he how he got it. his job, which is great. Yeah. So do you think they went, hey, Flash, would you like a job as a camp counselor? <laughs> <laughs> like, you listen, you need so many credentials to become a children's counselor. The Flash has none of them. Well, I got fired from the post office, so I guess I'm qualified now. Did he, he got a master's degree in social work. <laughs> and years and years of experience to become this, like, foster kid care. It's crazy. So, yeah, Martian Manhunter waddles back in and has Tori give an oath to become ice. Oh, well, before that, before that, Tori still gets treated like shit because oh, before before the tsunami happens, they told her to stay in the car, basically. And Tori's like, I gotta do something. And she saves the day. And and, they, and rightfully so, the Justice League came back crawling to her. But then they manipulated her into joining the Justice League because they're a bunch of jerks. And what's so fascinating to me, and like I was saying before, is she's supposed to be our audience surrogate in this. And then she's supposed to rise up, find her hero's place, and become a hero. But she does nothing to earn it except for freeze a wave and doesn't really have any growth. Yeah. She goes from being yeah. taken advantage of by Miguel Ferrer to taking advantage of by uh, the Atom to then being treated like shit by the rest of the Justice League. So if she's supposed to be our focal point, like, that's a mess. It doesn't make any sense. And then they all triumphantly walk down a back alleyway. Yes! Ready for, ready for episode two. <laughs> Into the garbage bin. Because nobody's seen this, except for us and, like, two other people. Martian Manhunter wasn't walking with them in that line. And the UK. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know why? Because <laughs> he was stuck in the whale skeleton uh. of the sea. Martian Manhunter was like, okay, it's time for me to finally leave the house. And then he just couldn't get in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what I I actually forget was that the last shot like them them like posing in like an alley or they doing cut like a... back yeah. to his testimonials. Oh my oh, god! So... Oh goodness! Yeah, those of you listening, please Google Justice League of America 1997 Martian Manhunter, and you're gonna go, man, they're being mean, but I get it. Wait, there was one other thing that happened. Now I can't remember. Jesus, what was it? Is it when they all change in a back alleyway and then discuss how they're done saving people for the day? 
Oh no, that, that was like that was like in the beginning of the film. Oh no, but the the weatherman, the weatherman escapes and, and uh, he has a, a laser in his pendant, and the cops yeah. didn't didn't frisk him. So uh, they, they set tried it. setting it up for a sequel. Uh, well, this was supposed to be the pilot, and I guess oh, that's right. going to be the villain all arc, you know, for a whole arc. But no, it just it, nothing came of this. <laughs> it, it doesn't work as a movie. It doesn't work as a pilot. It, it just it doesn't just, work. It just looking doesn't at work pictures great. of Marsha Manhunter on Google. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a green Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's so weird. It's it's the weirdest of a very weird thing. The Martian Manhunter is the weirdest. Yeah, there are plenty of character actors that you could have hired to play your Martian Manhunter. Why you got David Ogden Steers? You didn't probably get him cheap. You probably got him like mi- you know mid price. You know he wasn't a nobody actor, but he's not you know the biggest name. But it's so it's the best and the worst part. So that's Justice League of America. So I have two questions for all of you. If this had gone to series, would you watch it? And are you more excited for that Justice League Zack Snyder thing than this? Yes and yes. I would definitely watch a couple more episodes just to, just just because of a, a if I'm in a trash watching mood like oh I'm gonna get some popcorn get some ice cream uh, we're gonna get some get some booze and we're just gonna watch a marathon it and and see how far we can get before we lose our minds. We've already lost them. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, things things we can always get worse. I don't know how, but you they know. could be Man of Steel. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it could be Iron Fist. So yeah, all right. It could be Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Can anyway. you imagine? It could if be Superman Suicide Squad. Hey now, <laughs> you weren't escaping that one, Ryan. You know what? Suicide Squad trash. Yes, I agree. Oh my god. Steve, I'm curious. I want I want to hear your incarnations of Batman and Superman in this in this like pilot universe. Oh, you mean like in this? Yeah, like, like let's say let's say they went they had an episode two. It's like JLA ninety seven world's finest, and it's Batman and Superman. <laughs> I will oh. say this made me long for Lois and Clark. Yeah, they should bring I love Dean Lois Kane. and Clark. Dean Kane was so good. I genuinely have a lot of warmth for that show. It's not perfect. Howie Mandel played Mister Mixio's Pitalik on that. Uh, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I need to go I back and watch it. Oh it's God. been so it, long. It's not amazing, but it's fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Dean Cain's uh, Superman would show up on this, and I guess and he'd be like, "Oh, like, what the fuck!" And he'd leave. <laughs> 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 I'm a 1997 Dean Cain. No, thank you. <laughs> 2007 Dean Cain, he'd do it for a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, um, I, there's a gig for Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, yes, I'm, I'm there. He just I'm leaves in. in the middle of middle of cut. Oh, you think that's how he ended up at Ripley's? He, they get yeah. offered him this or Ripley's, and was like, I got it. Uh, for Batman, given their casting, I guess Kevin James. <laughs> Oh my I would, God. I would, Kevin James. I, I would go for age appropriate Adam West. However old he was in '97, oh, as like a Dark Knight great. Returns version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe like Val Kilmer or George Clooney, or Val Kilmer, but George Clooney's a stump double, but they don't do anything to mask the fact that's a different person. Let's so you get honest. both of both worlds of both Schumachers. In 1997, you'd be getting a Scott Wolf. Like if they casted Batman. For this in 1997, you'd have a Matthew Fox or a Scott Wolf in this role. Like some hunky 90s dude, like thrown into Batman. But I still vote for Kevin James. Would the hunky dude have mm. like frosted tips? Because oh. that was big in the 90s. Batman has frosted tips. <laughs> Jinko jeans. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a mesh tank top. Yes. Did, he, did he have like a little plastic pacifier necklace? That he oh hell yeah! Neck? Oh wait, uh, he would wear like that all denim suit, like him and or Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears wore at that one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, do, like I know this, what you're talking about. It's like this. I, it, they, were, they went to a music. Uh, it like was the, video, VMAs. It was the VMAs. Yeah, yeah, and they had like all denim, denim. jean suit ensemble. I think Bruce Wayne should wear that. Oh. I need to sit down and really cast my 90s Justice League, you know? 
You're Jim a Carrey. terrible person, Chris. That's awful. <laughs> Jim Carrey is Plastic Man. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed him as the Riddler in uh, Batman Forever. Oh, did I just break your soul? Yeah. He's, he's doing Frank Gorshin, but shittier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like, hey, remember that great Riddler performance? Let me just do it half-assed. <laughs> oh, I sound like such a snob. You guys like your DCU movies, and I'm just like, it's all garbage. <laughs> well, let's be fair, there is some garbage out there. It's mostly garbage, uh, but I can still garbage. appreciate it. I don't I know. Can't. I think I think Aquaman will change that all around because yeah, he, oh, he, he looks so good. Ugh, Chris, when wait. you go to Hot Topic and you pick up that Aquaman t-shirt that they're gonna have in the window. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Going with I the real scales on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! And then I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, they're probably gonna have some giant statue. I'm just gonna rip off this trident and just you know just stroll around use use the trident as like my pimp cane it'd be awesome it'd be, it'd be i i and it just i like i said it before i would watch this 10 times before i watch that zack snyder movie oh boy <laughs> just you wait when we get a revenge that's what you're watching <laughs> yeah oh, no! <laughs> <Black> twist. <laughs> so yeah you guys you know now that i've subjected you to this in rules of television takedown you get to show me whatever the hell you want and i don't get to stop it so oh. is it is it unanimous? Is it is it the, uh, no? No, Justice we got That was a gotta, joke. We actually got to think. The about possibilities it. are endless. This yeah, has we got to be good. It's gonna be Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm not sitting through that again. If you want to sleep for sixty minutes, yeah, it could be Iron yeah. Fist. That's that's what's next. You know, you I that's the way it works. I do something horrible. You do something horrible to me. I can't mm. wait. Karma is great. Yeah, Yay. we're definitely coming back for you, Steve. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I love my... We had one episode of my show where my friend got so pissed off at me that she stormed out halfway through and I had to bring her back. Oh! <laughs> that's awesome. It, it was mostly but, because I inundated her with Hamilton references, but, you know. Uh, were you oh, butchering happens. her love for Hamilton, or...? It was just... Uh, I I like to bait my friends. That's part of the fun, is us torturing each other. So Excellent. I look forward to you guys... The three of you coming up with something horrible to torture me with. Oh, I'm excited. Fantastic. I really appreciate you letting me come on to torture you with my uh, Justice League of America 1997. Yeah, it was fun and in theme, keeping in theme with us. So yeah, it was Thank a really you. it was a really good time. Uh, even though it was it was super bad, I it was was a, uh, I I enjoyed it and I enjoyed learning out. With uh, with you, with you, Steve, everyone else is, is it, so. Thank you, thank you for actually. I, um, before we recorded this, uh, I had no idea the the ninety seven pilot was a thing. So uh, I was yeah, that makes I me either. so happy. That makes me so happy that this wasn't something you avoided. It's just something none of you knew. No, I never knew about this. This was awesome. Oh, that's even I had heard about it, but I didn't know it was possible to see it. So I'm glad I <laughs> see. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was scoured from the internet, but then Steve with his magical wizard. Hackerman powers pulled it from the ether. Yes, I have waiting in the wings for a future episode of my show, the uh, 2011 Wonder Woman pilot, the David E. Kelly one. Mm. I did not know that was a thing either. I need to watch this. <laughs> it was a thing. It... <laughs> oh, Talk yes. about rampant misogyny and Carrie Elwes. That's oh <laughs> no. Yeah, someone's gonna have to deal with that on my show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and oh, you should man. totally listen to Steve's show, which is. It's television takedown. Uh, we're about three episodes in. Uh, you got more coming. Some really good stuff. So far, we've done Do No Harm, uh, the Jekyll and Hyde show that NBC canceled after like three episodes, uh, Viva Laughlin, Hugh Jackman's musical drama that uh, CBS canceled after one episode, and recently, Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. Woo! Woo! Excellent. Yeah, and, and, and where and where can our our audience find Television Takedown? You can find us on iTunes, Libsyn, Google us. We got a Facebook page, Twitter, all that good stuff. We're out there. Just search Television Takedown. Uh, we're we're taking feedback. We're just getting off the ground, and I hope you all listen to it. Excellent. Yep. Well, thank well, thank you, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for this crossover. Yeah, woo! And that was yeah. Super Nerd Pals episode one hundred and five. Thanks for joining us, Steve. Um, I'm Stan Gadurski. You find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. 
I'm Chris Sampson. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. And I'm Ryan Marlin. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore red underscore horror. And Steve, where can we find you on Twitter? You could find me in my Fat Martian Manhunter support group. And, uh, uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Steve and I have a problem. And, or you can find me on Twitter at, at Steve has tweeted. And you can find Super Nerd Pals on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Google Us. Um, email us, supernerdpearls at gmail.com. We have other emails. We'll get to that in the future. Um, this set coming Saturday, April Fools, we have an April Fools special for you. Ha ha. Go listen to that. Um, we have a Facebook group. Did I say that already? No, go ahead. No. We got a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash supernerdpals. Uh, listen, give us good ratings. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your friends about Steve and his show, Television Takedown. Hey. Yeah. We're gonna be. Share, we're on this feed also. We're share here. the hate. <laughs> we cross over. We're on, we're yes. on two podcasts now. Ooh, <laughs> are we gonna have our Crisis on Infinite podcast next? Oh, <laughs> please, yes. <laughs> we should. Yes. <laughs> Steve Kendall Prime punches a hole in the podcast galaxy. <laughs> yes. Fat Martian Manhunter comes piling into the Super Nerd Pal. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Takes us to his dark room to look at glasses of water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thanks for Yay. listening. Yay. Bye. Bye. Wait, Steve, do you play D&D? No. I played a ah! Star Wars. Not because I don't want to. It's because I'm an agent of chaos and nobody wants to play with me. No, oh, chaos no, is great. No, Chris I is also like an agent of the chaos. Most- animalistic asshole in this game ever well invite me to play so okay well it's uh, yes our party's like basically pseudo evil and it's pretty great (laughs) nobody trusts anybody and everyone wants to kill each other i'm just waiting to eat people to be really honest